0: FM to get started. Hey everybody! In this episode of the GH Report, oh man, an exciting week in Port Charles. We've got Scotty pleading to Franco to stay in town. We've got Sam trying to foil an escape by Cassandra, and most importantly, folks, for those of you who've always wondered what would it be like if Nicholas Cassadine drove a van, this was the week for you. We're going to break it down next.
1: I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to after Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now after the buzz.
0: Uh oh, Nick is in a creepy van. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Josh, play me off right there.
1: (laughs) Come on now. He cut you off quick, fast, and in a hurry.
0: Fine. Welcome, everybody, to the GH Report, (laughs) bringing down all the latest craziness happening there in Port Charles, New York. (laughs) I'm Frank Moran. I'm Carla Renata. And as always, folks, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you know what? We'll give it a thumbs up while you're there. And guess what? Carla's iPad is up and running. That means the chat is up and running. It
1: is Joe Costanzo, Jerry Jacks, Rue Wood, Andre Stark, Annie Goen. Amber Sailor, Sherry R. Chris Adams Loretta Johnson uh, Cherie. I think I said Cherie R. Um R. I said Susan Russo too, didn't I? Let me see, let me see. Uh, Jody Daly P.E.I. Kelly Public Cover What's up girl? Laydeen Harvey and if I missed anybody, Marlon Wallace and uh, Coco Candy One and Amber Purcell and Zoe Johnson Thank you and welcome y'all
0: You you mentioned Laydeen Harvey I did. Bladeen Harvey. The once and always member of the GH Report family. Okay, there. She's one of the OG I, hosts. There, she, I
1: don't think I met, ever met Lady.
0: I think she, I think she may have left before you came. Uh, okay. over to after buzz
1: is Lady a sister with a name like that? I there was about go. to say with a name like Lady, she
0: got to be a sister. Rocking it out there in Florida.
1: <laughs> hey, Lady, <Laydeen, laughs> my sister that. in Florida. Thank you for joining <laughs> us in the chat room. Appreciate you.
0: So we're gonna be talking about everything that's happened this week. We'll uh, also have a little bit of news at the end of the episode to round things out. But before we dive into everything in detail, Carla. What did you think of this week overall? <laughs> this week was pure comedy.
1: <laughs> it was just... It was pure... I mean, it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was kind of funny.
0: What's one thing that made you laugh? <laughs> the one
1: thing that made me laugh was that whole little interchange between... Um, what's the girl's name? I want to... i call her Diet Girl. Oh, uh, Kendra? <laughs> Kendra. The interchange between Kendra and... Um, uh, oh, God. Who is it? Julian. Outside the elevator. Oh. When she was like, you know, let me just put my number in your phone. I'm like, really? You just going to hand your phone over to a complete stranger? And you were already looking at her cross-eyed in Alexis's room, but you're going to give her your phone. To her? I would have been like, no, why don't you tell it to me? And went like this. Like, for real, though? That was funny to me.
0: Well, I mean, it, it, that was a weird, uh, like, hey, yeah, just give me your phone. I'll type my phone number in. But, like, I mean, what do you think she's typing in there, though?
1: Who the hell knows? She annoys the hell out of me. She's
0: just way too clingy to Alexis, which is like, oh. She's just like, oh,
1: I think Alexis is more scared than she thinks. Uh, You think? You've been poisoning her and her hair is falling out. What you think she's scared of?
0: But I also (laughs) like, don't tell Alexis you've seen me at Charlie's. With her. Oh, yes,
1: and that was another comical moment because, you know, I'm trying to um, you know show the certain lifestyle in my clients. Like, what are you doing up in there? Are you getting trashed every night? Are you eating some buffalo wings? Like, what's happening? I don't understand. <laughs> that made me laugh out loud. I'm like, what is she doing? Is she eating a barrel of buffalo wings while she's sitting in there? Is that what she don't want nobody to do? I'm like, girl, get your laugh and get up out of there. I can't.
0: I mean, so far there seems to be a uh, <laughs> a, a lack of urgency with Alexis's care. I mean, we see the big run once last week. This week we see that she's lost all sense of pressure on her hands yes. and now her hair is starting to fall out as she's combing it.
1: But this was this was the thing. If I was combing my hair and it fell out in clumps like that, I would cry. She just looked like she wanted to whoop somebody's behind. Like she just <laughs> like was like oh, and threw herself back on the pillow. I'm like, need to know who's responsible for my hair falling out of my head. <laughs> like, like, why am I in it? I know she rolled her eyes and just threw her back, head back on the pillow. I was like, really, diva? You need to be calling somebody up in there. There need to be consequences and repercussions for the hair coming out of the scalp. I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> it was just one of those I was like, no, Mondays.
1: <laughs> no, I was like, what is going on? That made me laugh. I was like, I don't understand what's happening right now.
0: And I think this is the thing with uh, with soaps, is that you never know. A, a day in a, uh, in a soap could last three or four episodes. So in terms of like real time, it always kind of gets weird to figure out how long it's been. Yeah. Because we see the big old scene that we talked about last week of Kendra putting the uh, the protein powder yep. in the garbage can. Yeah, And then we see at the end of the week, Julian going in to throw in more garbage and a and rat. rat falls out.
1: <laughs> that made me laugh mad too. And he jumped. Like the big old, the big bad mafioso dude jumped at a rat. I was like, I'm confused. Is the rat supposed to be meaning he's a rat? Like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> Laugh, I laugh. I laughed a lot. You know what else I laughed at? I laughed at at um Brad having shenanigans and trying
0: to flip the script. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I liked how Brad does flip it, but still doesn't tell the full. He still lies about how to flip it. Oh,
1: but and that's his problem. He he couldn't tell the truth if it smacked him upside his head. And he think he and in his mind, he really thinks that he's doing what's best for. The relationship. He thinks that he's saving um, Wiley. He thinks that he's saving Lucas. He thinks that he's saving their marriage. And what he's doing, in fact, is just making it all worse. Now, this is what I couldn't figure out. Speaking of Lucas, was Tony Jones being there, was he real or was he imagined? Because it sure felt very real.
0: It was real. Okay. He's, no, just kidding. It, it was. It was all in his head.
1: Oh, really? Because that mean, felt
0: very real. Well, true. I mean, it's one of those where you can do it in soaps or any sort of uh, film or TV show. You can have uh, those that have passed on come back and you can film it in a very real fashion as opposed to... I
1: kind of love the way that they... That was a. Re- those scenes were very nice. I really dug those. Yeah. That, was probably the, that was probably the only thing all week that was kind of like in a reality-based situation. Well, not really. But a little more grounded than everything else that was happening and I'm glad that they gave the kids a reprieve for the most part this week too.
0: No, that was nice and I really... That w- was just really great between Ryan Kearns and uh, Brad Maul. Mm-hmm. That sequence. I mean, two car- uh, two actors that hadn't played those characters together at all no it was really, really quite touching
1: it was quite the the dialogue was touching the way they were communicating to each other was touching and even the way it started out with him at the grave going dad i really wish i could talk to you and then you see the camera on the footsteps and he's walking up and he says hi son it's been a while i was like oh tony yeah tony was one of the most beloved characters on general hospital back in the day and he was a cutie pie too yeah
0: except when he shaved his head that was that was a rough part, but I mean that's the great thing about fiction. I hate you right it was now. that was a, that was a rough point for for Doc X Bro in law, as Luke would like to call him. Uh, oh my god! But I mean, that's one thing you can do in in a televised medium or film medium is that you can. Do those things that you wish you could do in real life. That you could talk to a, a loved one that's passed on.
1: I know. And have that kind of real conversation. Yeah. I do love, I was on Twitter earlier in the week and I saw a picture that Jackie Zeman posted of them together. It was the most beautiful photograph. Did you see that? I didn't see it. It was so beautiful. And she was like, it was so good to be back with him. To get, I'm like, I'm going to need him to come back. Can he just come back as somebody else? They do that all the time. That's true. Like, they always bring people back as other people. Look, they had Ava playing a twin for a minute. Remember that? that
0: was, <laughs> oh, oh. Man.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that was a low mo- low point there for uh, for Ava's character. Well,
1: speaking of Ava, I feel like she's about to have a breakthrough in the, in the Looney band because she keeps having these conf- it, But first of all, let me let me roll it back. Jax is shady boots. Why is Jax all up in the Kool-Aid trying to figure out if in fact she thought she really did see Nicholas or not so that he could figure out how to play his next hand. I'm like I'm not liking you right now, Jax.
0: That I mean, that's shady. Let's we should everybody should just be playing it like because we know Nicholas is alive, right? So yes, we got to figure that Ava really saw him. Whether she believes it's really him, right. and not just something in her head, is right. the thing that's debatable,
1: right? And I'm just like. <laughs> But why is he all up in there? He's trying to save his own neck. I I'm not I'm kind of on the fence about this new Jasper Jacks because the old Jasper Jacks was just like he was kind of like Dudley do right. He was like, "Here I am to save the day." Like he was that dude every mm-hmm. time he showed up in General Hospital. And this time around, he's kind of like walking that thin line of like villain and good guy. Like he's right on the edge, don't you think?
0: Well, it's interesting because, I mean, let's dive into, like, the the bigger thing there is that we've got Nicholas comes back this week. We saw him at the tail end of last week, but this is the first week we really get to see him diving into stuff. And so we finally get to see the scenes of, like, all right, so why is Jax with Nicholas and what's their dynamic? And
1: Hayden and all that, yeah. And so,
0: I mean, I guess having, you know, having uh, getting the casted on shipping, portion of the company Mm -hmm. you see why Jax is motivated and as well as his love for for spencer Mm -hmm. so you can see why he's doing that so i don't know if i'd necessarily call that villainous but but it
1: kind of sort of i mean not villainous not not necessarily with that particular thing but when it comes to dealing with sunny and how he's dealing with sunny and then he kind of did a real he did a real kind of like whoa slow your horses moment with uh, Carly when she was like I think you know Josh should come stay with you half the week and he was like um cause you know he got Nicholas in the house and that would just be disastrous and that was a whole thing but let's just talk about Nicholas for a minute I love how this Nicholas is like the Benjamin Button of Nicholas's because he looks like he has not aged today he's he's looking great he come looks on. really good but he looks like he has not aged today everybody else on General Hospital has aged but the person who's come back from the dead looked like he had a nice facial of
0: course <laughs> It's rejuvenating. (laughs) Absolutely. So we've had a week with this new Nicholas. Uh, How are you liking him?
1: Mm. Jury's still out. Okay. I had glimpses of moments where I kind of liked him. Because what I kind of didn't like is when he was... You mentioned the van at the beginning. I had to laugh because that was kind of funny. But when he was in that van, he was so villainous. And Nicholas that I remember, the one that was being played by Tyler Christopher, Nicholas had that Cassidine side to him but it only came out when absolutely necessary and I feel like this version of Nicholas is a little more menacing and not as sweet and cuddly as the other one which is fine like I'm all down for reinventing a character and making it something interesting because that's your job as an actor to to make it your own you know he can't be Tyler Christopher he can't step into Tyler Christopher's shoes and be that Nicholas Cassidyne only Tyler Christopher can do that just like when Laura came on to uh, play Carly. You know what I mean? When Laura Bell came on to play Carly, everybody was digging. The girl who was playing Kim was Carly at the time, right? So then she left, and then Laura, Laura Bell came in, and everybody was kind of salty that we had to get a new Carly. And But look, Laura Bell is still there, and she made Carly her own in a completely different, strong, grounded way. So I think it's just going to be a matter of time before we see what this young man is going to be able to bring to the part. We see glimpses of it, and some of it I like, and some of it I'm like, okay, the jury's out. Let's just see how this plays out.
0: I can see that. It's, uh, uh, I mean, I can understand, though, you've, you've been shot. You fell off a balcony. You almost drowned. Uh, your inheritance has been stolen from you. Uh, your son uh, is not getting what he's entitled to. I guess I could come, make you come back when you do come back to get what's yours. Maybe be a little darker than you were before.
1: I, maybe you know. I mean, you can have an edge.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course you're gonna have an edge if somebody gonna take you out and then you gotta come back. And like, I don't know, I don't know. And somebody had jokes and the chat. Who who said that? Let me find it. Oh, Sheree Cherie R said Tyler Christopher would have had a driver had a driver. It's true. <laughs> he wouldn't have been driving the van. He would have hired a driver. That is pure comedy. Thank you, girl. I needed that laugh.
0: I mean, just looking him back there, just yeah, just cruising, cruising in the van. Uh, oh. Before we get too ridiculous though, one thing that you did that you mentioned though is in terms of uh, Jax's character, is that uh, to sidetrack for that for a second is mm-hmm. that with the whole thing with Dev. I mean, Jax is all up in Sonny's face about like, hey, you've got to tell me stuff that's going to be affecting. You know, Jocelyn. Which That's is gonna what I'm saying.
1: Me. That's why I'm saying. So, there's a little villainous thing happening. Not villainous, but I can see glimpses of it about to turn. Not to cut you off. Uh, about to turn that way because when it comes to Sunny, he has little to no patience, and he has even less for Dev. So I feel like I feel like with that situation, he's going to do something. Something's going to happen. With the three of them, that there's going to be no turning back from at some point. Because he seems to have no patience for either one of them. True. For anything, ever.
0: I mean, and it seems, I mean, I guess Jax (laughs) could step away and say anything that's going on between him, Aiden, and Nicholas doesn't impact his family and doesn't impact Sonny or Carly. So I guess that's one way for him to feel like maybe he can justify why he hasn't shared anything with anybody else. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but we'll see. But to go back to Nicholas,
1: mm-hmm. he's
0: got that sweet van. He's got that sweet van. <laughs> that, because somebody... That's the
1: biggest white van I have ever seen. It <laughs> yeah. was just like, white. I'm like, wow.
0: Okay. I mean, so clearly he's got somebody helping him out because he's always calling on the phone like, hey, I need this. And we see that he's got somebody on the inside for the, uh, the, uh, the prison as well. Because mm-hmm. he's able to get uh, Cassandra uh, put out right there mm-hmm. on, on work mm-hmm. release mm-hmm. to do some landscaping. And she's able to uh, get a drop on the guard. That was escape. pure
1: comedy. And Sam is describing it. She hit her with a shovel. <laughs> and then she just took off. I'm like, oh. and you didn't do nothing?
0: No. I mean, well, she stopped her from uh, getting the gun. She did that much at least. Please. But but I agree with Sam. I mean, Sam didn't run. Or no, she didn't, Sam cause, didn't
1: run. Because she didn't have anything to be, you know. I mean, you know, she said she's having a hard enough time as it is. That's what she told Jason <laughs> on the phone I'm like Sam is looking very disheveled I'm not used to this Sam I need for her to fluff up I need for them to get her up out of there I'm not I'm not having Sam I'm not having behind the bar Sam at all
0: alright well put, I'll put you in Sam's position right there if you're in that and Cassandra takes off do you follow do you just not even follow her but you just take off no you stick. You stick yep. with the, the prison guard. You
1: stay there because your case will be better. If you run, then if you try – if Diane tries to get her out, then it's going to be like, well, why does she run? If she didn't do anything, why is she running? Why is she trying to escape? You know what I mean? It just – it it's, it's never a good look. <laughs> it's, it's never a good look when you try to run. It's just not a good look. It's just like, okay, just stand there and look stupid for a second and let it all play out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well – I mean, <laughs> speaking of being a dummy, is that, uh, of course, Cassidyne uh, Nicholas is not happy with Cassandra. She's, she's failed. She's, uh, she's messed up for him. So uh, now the plans have changed, and he needs to eliminate her.
1: Oh, hold on one second. I just want to make a correction. I said Laura Bell, and I meant Laura Wright. I was thinking about Laura Bell Bundy. Continue.
0: That's fine. There you go. Uh, what I like, though, is that he's telling this to a person that uh, has access to an exit of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Why are you saying all that stuff like, "Hey, I got to I'm going to have to kill you. You're going to have to die." But I'm going to tell you that while I'm not I don't I, I don't know if I don't know if you tied down.
1: I don't yeah, have contact with That okay, that, that was another comical yeah. moment because first of all, his back is to her. She's sitting on the other side of his seat. She could have easily just stood up and like put him in a stranglehold and that would have been the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, really, you're just going to tell somebody you're going to bump him off? And you ain't got no recourse and you're driving? <laughs> I was laughing. That was funny to me.
0: And I did like the scene when uh, Cassandra jumps out of the car, or the van, and then it gets to the, the necklace, and he's like struggling Trying with the to, seatbelt yeah. for a second. Like, yeah.
1: And then he eventually gets out. But I'm just like, really, though?
0: Yep. And I need,
1: lost I, I need y'all to do better. Um, well, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Wait, oh, wait. Here, my notes are over here. Um, oh, let's talk about that, that Drew and, um, not Drew, but that Kim and Liz showdown in the house. Who I don't know why. I don't know why Kim keeps going trying to make up with with Liz. It's like you slept with her man that doesn't know he's her man, but th- that's her man. And and you still trying to make up to my I thought we could still be friends. Really? What plan Have you met me? <laughs> I know Elizabeth was like, have you met me? Let me get some Vaseline and take these hoops out and work this out right now in the in the doorway. Cause I was like in what world did you think that was going to happen?
0: I can't. I, yeah, I mean, you, I, I feel like it's gone too far to expect any sort of friendship to remain. Mm-hmm. I, at best, you can hope that all right. We may not agree, but we can at least just leave it there. And I, I mean, certainly that this conversation didn't bring it even to that point. No,
1: it's, it. Was, I felt like. I felt like we've seen that conversation happen many, many times and it has the same resolution every time we see it. So I don't know what the impetus was for the writers to have it happen yet again. I mean, I know that they were leaving town, and maybe she did. You know, she wanted to say her final goodbye before leaving town. But do you really think that's an I- a good idea when she literally caught you sleeping with her husband?
0: No, no. You, that's a good point though, because yeah, well how many times do we need to see the same conversation end I, in the same way?
1: Yeah, I don't need to see that same conversation. But but what I kind of loved was Scotty was going in for the jugular though. Bless his little heart. He went in, and he when he when he brought up the twins and the whole molestation situation. I think he thought that that was going to trigger. And it looked like for a split second it was going to, but
0: I don't think it really. You know, those scenes kind of, I mean, and it's just the nature of the soaps. Yeah. Because if this had been, uh, put this in a different situation. Say it was Sonny and Michael, and Michael had had his brain his memory uh, wiped with somebody else mm-hmm. instead. And oh, Sonny
1: would have gone off. He would have. He would have been had a bipolar episode and
0: all that. <laughs> but <laughs> I think those scenes would you would feel so much more emotion and so much more impact. I would think for me, at least, because you've seen Michael and Sonny on screen heavily for years and years and years and years. And as much as I love uh, Scotty, he's not a main character. He comes in every so often. Franco and his relationship. We see. I feel like a lot more happens off camera than we ever see happen on camera. So to have those moments there where we don't have a rich history of them together doing a lot of uh, any storylines, uh, heavy scenes there hasn't been that rich history that these scenes kind of come like we're, we're, we're going to believe that this is supposed to be emotional because you're saying <laughs> it's supposed to be emotional.
1: I feel like I feel like with that whole storyline that as an audience member I'm suffering from broken record syndrome. It's the same scene on a different day with a different premise that brings it up. And it's the same conversation over and over and over and over again. And I just, when I saw them come on the screen, I'm like, oh, they're going to do something different. Oh, nope. Okay, well, let me go get a cup of coffee. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like it goes, it goes nowhere really fast. But what does go somewhere really fast? Is that little Violet. She's so cute. She got a little lispy lisp. When she talked... Yeah. And there was that moment where she was leaving out of the hospital. And they, and they said, say goodbye, Violet. And she was supposed to say goodbye to Robert. And she messed up. And she said goodbye to Dr. Finn again. And she, as a little child, actually, she knew she had messed up. And she made this little face and squirmed her little body. And then threw her little arm up. And was like, bye, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> With her little lispy lisp. It was... The most adorable thing. She's so cute. I wonder what they're gonna do with her. She's just adorable. That little girl. No, that's. I would that's love to know how they found her. She was. She's just so. The camera just loves her little face. She's so charming, and she's so. She's just she's lovely, and you can tell that the actors love working with her. You she's, can see their faces light up every time they, that they have to stand back and listen to her talk. Their faces just their faces just light up. They but, just give her a
0: good. gave Elizabeth a nice hug. Yeah, it
1: was. I loved it. It was. She's so cute. I just can't take it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about the fact that. Um, When Robert Robert always takes the opportunity, any opportunity to just bust Finn upside the head every single time, like anything. Well, when are you gonna tell Anna? When are you gonna? I'm like, why don't you stay out of their business? It's an A and B conversation. Why don't you see yourself on the other side of poor Charles somewhere? <laughs> like, what are you doing? You just all up in their business all the time. He's getting on my nerves with that.
0: True. I mean, and he does. I mean, Robert assumes that Finn's known about this longer than he really has. And he exactly. does correct Robert and says it's only been a couple days. Right.
1: He says it's been two days. Right.
0: And, I mean, Finn wants. And Finn tells Robert the reason Anna doesn't know is I want to tell her in person. Right. And Robert says. Like, you realize that's going to be months from now.
1: I'm like. Why are you like the Grim Reaper of news? (laughs) I need you to take a step back and just calm down. He's acting like that's his wife, and she's not his wife anymore.
0: Well, uh, for you, if I put put you in Anna's shoes, we're putting you in everybody, all these different character shoes today, Carla. So you're in Anna's shoes. Would you want to hear that from your fiancé in person? Or if you knew it was going to be months before you saw him, you would have appreciated it just hearing it over the phone first?
1: Hmm that's a that's a dilemma i think i would want to know as soon as possible i would just want to have a conversation about it and then of course when i got back in person and we could sit down face to face and have a whole thing about it but i think i would want to know is what i wouldn't want is to find out from somebody else when i knew that you knew all this time that's what i wouldn't want
0: so say it was like four months later it's you know two days plus four months I uh, if, you, if they'd made the phone call and tell you right away, then it's that four months, though, so that you're just, this is weighing on you, stewing on it. You're really just kind of, you know, you're running your ideas, thoughts in your head without really anything to do because you can't really figure this out until mm-hmm. you get back to see this person. Mm-hmm. Would you rather feel like that, or would you rather just, like, I'd rather be ignorant for four months, come back in, and then get this all dropped on me?
1: No, I would rather, because four months is too much of a period of time for her to find out from somebody else. That's just this and and whenever you find out crucial news like that from somebody else, that's when your mind starts doing stuff that it shouldn't be doing and taking you to places that you shouldn't be going, right? You start making up these scenarios, you start making up these stories, you start, you know, making up these these um chapters and things of things that have never even occurred. But in your mind you're just going there because you can. But if if you come back and it's four months, then you get pissed. It's like a double-edged sword. It's like, is you damned if you do, and you damned if you don't. Like, if he tells her before she comes back, she's going to be mad because she's automatically going to assume that Robert was right, and that he's known for quite some time. And then she's going to feel some kind of way about Hayden. But if he doesn't tell her, and she comes back, then she's going to be like, why didn't you tell me? Like, you know it's not. It's a no-win situation.
0: I, I am looking forward to seeing what Anna's reaction is, and... Uh, is she going? Does she feel like? Does she want to fight for the relationship, or is she being like, like tapping out? Because I'd like to see Anna in a relationship that she wants to fight for. See what I, that would be like.
1: I would like to see that. Well, she fought for him for a long time? Well, she kind of pined for him yeah. and kind of passively aggressively fought for him? Yeah. But um, I don't think we've ever really seen her do that on huh? this show. I don't. I don't recall. Ever seeing her do that, so that would be interesting to watch. But if we're gonna go based on her history on the show, she be my like, she might be like deuces, and then it might be some drama with her and Hayden, you know? Yeah, if Hayden decides to stick around.
0: But your team, Finn, Finn, Hayden, as opposed yes. to team Anna and Finn.
1: I told you, I never, I never, I never felt the the chemistry between them. It always felt. Um, and the two actors that play them are wonderful. I love them both. I'm a huge Fanola Hughes fan. But um, I, I, yeah, I just never, I never bought that as a relationship. It always felt like they, it always felt like the writers felt like they needed to throw these two together because they were kind of like wandering out there by themselves without being attached to someone. And, you know, they have those holiday things where somebody's always attached to someone and all that. <laughs> Speaking of attached to someone. There's the whole situation with Peter and Maxie. I'm that's another one where it's like same conversation, same result. I'm so tired.
0: What do you think is going to happen when Peter moves in to Maxie's place and starts? You know, you know, Maxie might fall asleep. She gonna early. find out. But she falls asleep early one night. You know, Uh, she's in know She's tired. You know, long deadline for Crimson. She passes out like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Peter's not tired. He's up there maybe watching some TV or he's done. And he just starts, like, exploring the apartment. And then he opens up, goes to a bookshelf, and he opens up a little... A little, like a little lock box or whatever, and then sees inside there the colonel's secret recipe. I knew
1: that's where you were
0: going. Yeah,
1: I knew. What do you think he's going to do? He don't care about the colonel's secret recipe. He's you would like, have been fined. I know you have been sitting there trying to find a way to
0: bring it on back. Look at that. He's a newspaper publisher.
1: He is not worried about
0: the Colonel's Secret Recipe. <laughs> you, get out of here. Tell me, if you were in a newspaper, and you, I'm going to put you in Peter August's shoes right now, you're snooping, and you find the Colonel's Secret Recipe, Hell. and you publish a newspaper, you wouldn't publish that?
1: Hell to the no, no. You wouldn't? No. But you let me flip it back for one second. When I was talking about Anna and who she was with, I kind of liked her with Andre. I hate that they didn't, Ugh. I really hate that they didn't explore that that possibility. They kept trying to throw him with Jordan and that seemed like a mismatched kind of situation to me.
0: I agree. I never I never bought the Andre uh, Jordan relationship and I so much more enjoyed the Didn't Andre. Did you buy Anna. it with
1: Anna? I was I like absolutely Oh did. man. I totally bought that. I to- especially remember when they were looking for um the stuff in the Christmas ornaments.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I totally bought that whole situation the flash drive they were yep. looking for the flash drive. I was like, "Man, I don't know why they didn't pursue that I don't know if that brother had another gig and he had to bounce like I don't know what was happening but I really yeah. liked the two of them together I wish and then they brought him back for a split second I'm like can they just like can him and Anna just come back together and can we just have something go on with uh. them because if, if they bring him back and pair him up with Anna and then Hayden and, and uh, Finn can go on about their lives with little cute little Violet that would be cute I would, I would be down for that
0: it's interesting because I feel like Finn uh before we move on is Finn's with uh if you go with Hayden you you're with somebody that you clearly love but you're always worried that there's another the other shoe's going to drop at any moment. There's some secret that's going to be revealed. But it's the
1: same thing with Anna. He never knows when she's going to go on a mission. That's he true. never knows, you know, what what stuff she has. Remember there was a whole drama about whether or not Peter was her son or Alex's son and all that drama. Like, he, it's the same situation with her. So clearly he seems to be drawn to women that have drama.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. I'm wondering, like, which drama is better? One that can always have some secret that's going to come back to bite you or somebody that feels like, they've got to solve all the world's wrongs. And yeah, and that's more like Anna's. There's always some some missions. World crisis. Yes.
1: I think that I think him and Hayden would be better paired only because there was that whole situation where he was... Remember when he was on the drugs mm-hmm. and she kind of helped him kick the habit and everything. And I just feel like that's something that you go through with somebody that you never forget that they did that for you. And I think every time they look at each other That bond that they experience during that moment in the relationship, among other things, is what you you see. And I think that's probably what they feel. But he, there's, again, we always talking about trust when it comes to these relationships on General Hospital. There's an element of trust there that's kind of like one eye open situation. You know what I mean? He's always kind of like, I don't know. um, I don't know if I should trust her. I don't and then th- with anna it's like it's not so much that he doesn't trust her as much as he doesn't trust how long she's going to be willing to commit to the relationship like if she's going to just come up one day going i'm sorry but my U- my wsb Um, priorities to um, take precedence right now. Bye. And she
0: just leaves. You know, uh, Carla, speaking of being committed. Yes, Frank. I mean, (laughs) I don't think there's a more committed fan base than the people that join us every single Sunday here. Yes. The GH Report. Yes. Fantastic. Folks, thank you so much for joining us every single week. Uh, But, you know, it's not just us. There's so many other shows here on After Buzz, Popcorn Talk, uh, Black Hollywood Live. I mean, Carla Renata's got a show over there. The Curvy Critic. Look at that! Part of her huge media conglomerate. <laughs> she have a media conglomerate. In. She he does. He absolutely he's does. It, y'all. But folks, we're always asking for a little bit of help. So if you get a chance, uh, like us on Facebook, give us a subscribe to the YouTube channel, give it a thumbs up there, give us a five star rating in iTunes. But no matter where you're watching or listening, just get involved in the conversation. Hop in a chat, leave a comment, like these fine people right here today in the chat.
1: Hey, yes, we got a whole bunch. We got seventy. Woo! Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Yes, applause Thank for you. y'all. Y'all Thank are you. the die-hard oh, yeah. fans of the After Buzz TV, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Chris Adams said this, and this made me laugh out loud. He said, writers know darn well Anna, actress, takes a long vacation, so they should just move on and pair Finn up with Hayden. I agree.
0: I agree. No, that's that's right. I mean, it's sort of like with Anthony Geary. As much as you loved having Luke on there, you knew there was going to be something... They would have to blow up in his life and or his relationship every single year to justify him being off canvas for a while.
1: But I kind of enjoyed them having those adventures where they would take the soap out of the studio and they would be off somewhere. I love those on location things. I know you hate like the park, but they wouldn't even be in the park. They would be like out on some ocean somewhere, or maybe they were at the Long Beach Port of Authority. I don't know.
0: I mean, those were good. (laughs) The park is the worst. The worst for sure but the other outdoor stuff I'm all a fan for and it's been I think the last time I ever saw like an outdoor shot that didn't revolve around the park was I think when Jerry Jacks was back in his poison he had poison and Anna and Luke uh, they got a helicopter and look who's going to hop in the helicopter and take off I think that might be like the last but you know what you do make a good point
1: they They do use a lot they use a lot of different locations in the park and the park is always used when it comes to like Memorial Day and Labor Day Uh, and the 4th of July it's always a park situation that's true it is always a park I need to see all them people in Port Charles don't nobody have a pool (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, everybody's having a pool party. Is
1: Anybody having a pool party? I just need, I need to see I need to see that sprawling estate of the Corinthos. Like yeah. it can't just be the kitchen. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I'd love to see like a slip and slide. You know, come on, at uh-uh. that slip and slide? See Sunny kind of like sliding right. Sunny Corinthos
1: is not going <laughs> up. You don't think so? I hate you right now. Come on now, you just choked on your water right there. I hate you so much. Look, what about Joss getting these, having these repercussions for drinking on campus, and she's feeling a little entitled about that. And she was like, "Can I just go for a walk on the grounds? I won't leave the grounds." I'm like, "How about you should have been going to your room and not walking around?" And then she goes to the door, and who does she see? Cameron standing there with that big old smile on his face. I'm like, Cam. <laughs> Poor little Kim.
0: But I felt like, you know, that's what the, Jax and Carly needed to, you know, boom. Yeah, they needed to go hard on her to get her act together.
1: They, one of the things I love about General Hospital, they have an excellent casting director there who doesn't get enough credit. Mark Teshner is the casting director over at General Hospital. And he did his thing when he cast Josh, the girls playing Josh to play Carly's daughter because they look like they, her and Jax, and um carly they look like they could literally be a family in real life like you would never look at that family on television and go that child don't look nothing like that
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That that's very true
1: they look very like they could be look very much like they could be family um and even with the casting of sam and molly and what's the other daughter's name Oh, uh Christina. Yeah. Sam and Molly and Christina, they all look like they could actually be related to Nancy Lee Grann, who plays Alexis. They all look like they could be related to her. They do a really good job of finding people that not only have that look, but are good actors, too. So big ups, Mark Teshner. We love you.
0: You admit, know, I do enjoy a good Carly Jacks Jocelyn scene. Where they're just talking about life or what have you. I always like the dynamic between the three of them
1: because mm-hmm, it's it's good acting, it's really good acting and it's grounded and you don't look like you, you you when you watch it, you don't feel like you're watching three actors acting. you look like you have dropped in on the roof of some or the ceiling of somebody's house and you just dropped in on their conversation, which is hella cool. I love that.
0: Now, speaking of dropping in on on something, we've dropped into a scene here between Nell and Martin Gray. Oh, my God. Where we find uh, your girl, Nell. I almost forgot about her. Yeah. She's married now. And I feel like we all know it's Shiloh. Because who else would it be that has any connection to possibly getting some money? Which would be the whole Oscars uh, stocks that supposedly went to the dawn of day. I feel like that's the connection, but we're waiting to see who the big name is. Who the,
1: bi- who the mystery husband is. Uh, but we see Martin Gray
0: also is doing something that he's got involvement there with Valentine. Oh
1: God! I t- didn't I tell you I knew he was dastardly and shady. He just had this energy about him. And I, if I see that camera do a close up on Nina one more time, every time Valentine walks away, like she's gonna drop kick him, I'm like, can we just get to that little situation already? I can't watch them do another close up of her secretly seething against Valentine as he walks away. Like whatever she's gonna do, I just need for that to happen.
0: And we are so close because she's sitting there weeping over uh, Nathan's grave and is about to like say what's going on in her heart and then Valentine just chimes in and you just see her face like but <laughs> but, but, but. Yeah. i mean credit to Nina though i think she's doing a good job of snowing uh, valentine
1: yeah there. i think Cynthia Wachos did a really good job of stepping into that character she did a really good job cuz cuz the, the, what was the chick's name before her? Michelle Stafford. Michelle Stafford. Michelle Stafford put her foot in Nina literally. so She has such a strong hold on that character that when we first found out she was leaving I was like, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to find somebody that's going to be as fierce as Michelle Stafford, but they did. They found Cynthia Watros and she is slain.
0: Yeah. it's. Uh, I am curious to see how long they're going to draw out what Nina's revenge plan is.
1: I think she's going to try to kill him
0: she I don't know i I wonder if it'd be killing or just uh, no she's
1: gonna try to kill him she's gonna try to kill him she's gonna she's gonna probably try to do something she's gonna try to kill him in a way that's not gonna bring any blame back to her
0: you know I don't know if it would be death but I also feel like she's going to help in some way to bring down Valentine to make sure that I bet the she, castle I bet gets revealed'll do it well, I don't know about killing, but I feel like at least tearing him down, stripping him of the Casanine fortune, or maybe she'll do
1: it with Nicholas. Maybe Nicholas will reach out to her because he's hell bent on bringing down Valentine, and he knows that Nina is the key to do, doing that. So maybe you know Jax will help him
0: with that. I'll be. Uh, it could be. I mean, I'll be curious to see how because I feel like Nina's going to be involved in the fall of Valentine.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: So, Absolutely. Uh, he
1: don't even see it coming poor dumb dumb. Well, he see he knows something's coming and
0: because I feel like we're seeing Nina talk him out of obsessing about Valentine's he, he you got to respect his, you know, his his sense of danger. He's the danger sense is tingling. He realizes like, "Oh wait, Laura's really Laura's about this painting." Jackson Hayden are talking about this painting.
1: Everybody's coming after this painting, man. It's like you got yeah. you got to get it together. Ooh, should... Speaking of Laura, let's talk about the fact that she rolled up on that door. And Nicholas almost opened that door when Jack showed up. I was like his hand we know he he wasn't gonna open the door, but I'm like, could you lurk on that doorknob any longer? Like the hand came slowly in and then it hovered over the doorknob. And then just as that elbow was about to turn,
0: here Jack's, Hey Laura. I'm like, uh (laughs) That's one of those where you know i mean again it's the soaps so everybody has uh, heightened senses mm-hmm. they're more attuned to what's going on in the mm-hmm. world i've never gone to uh, a door to knock on it and then walk away and like wait i think there's still somebody behind that door just watching or lurking i've never had that sense at all but on the soap you could have laura start walking away from the door and like wait a minute I think there might be somebody. They've that gotten
1: door. a lot better with that because they that music that we just heard when I said that, <laughs> they used to do that on the subs back in the day. Like it, it wasn't that it wasn't that intense, but they had this whole like little orchestral thing happening whenever somebody whenever somebody was at the door or or, or lurking around a corner, there would be this music and then there'd be this slow extreme close up oh, into whoever boy. the person was that was lurking. <laughs> 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 To crack me up, I was like, "What is happening right now?"
0: You know, I I will give a resident lurker award though (laughs) to uh, to Elizabeth.
1: She (laughs) she is always lurking, isn't she? I bet, like in the past two
0: months, it's always her lurking in on some other conversation.
1: That doll. I will give that award to her as well Cause she can be found around any corner Anywhere just like in that hair just like this Not even her ear You no. see her hair coming around the corner first <laughs> I'm like what is that <laughs> Oh my god It's pure comedy I can't handle it
0: uh, So folks we've got a, a couple stories Why don't we jump into a couple news things real quick Wrap up this exciting episode so, uh, folks, you know we, uh, we know that Fanola Hughes is coming back shortly, Thank but there's you also Lord. somebody else that's going to be coming back. Ooh, who? I know you're excited. Who? We got Aunt Stella's coming back. <laughs> She's coming back. So she uh, has, she's been kidnapped.
1: Oh, that's good. On
0: this ridiculous uh
1: <laughs> That's good cuz I was like are they going to have to uh, are they going to be shenanigans? They're going to have to leave Poor Charles is going to look for her in London.
0: <laughs> uh so she'll be coming back uh, uh Vernee Watson's going to be back here on November 19th.
1: Yay! So
0: hopefully a day, maybe two, but she'll be in kind of updating everything that's been happening on her European adventure.
1: Yay! Aunt Stella, I love Aunt Stella. Yeah, so Aunt Stella got an Emmy, honey.
0: Uh, and we also have, uh, should be uh, about November 20th for okay. Fanola Hughes. Oh, okay. Coming back to the show. Oh, so she's
1: coming back just in time for Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, yeah, you know, what a great gift. For the holidays. Yes. Okay. The holiday- holidays will bring some drama. <laughs> uh,
1: and, you know, one thing we
0: haven't been seeing a, a, a lot of lately, though, has been good old Ned Quartermain, Wally Curran.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course, he's going to. Did he, he go bye-bye? Uh, I mean, he's still on Justin Kiri- playing Justin Kiriakis on Days. So, it's always been kind of a split thing. So, I mean, we're always, we wish we could have him more, but I guess we should always be happy when we get to have him for as much time as yeah, we get. Yeah, yeah. But he'll be uh, back on GH for <laughs> November 18th and 19th.
1: Okay, wait, they got, they are killing me in the chat room. They are laughing amongst themselves, but this was the one that made me laugh. Some Michael B goes, Stella! Somebody <laughs> says, my tummy hurts, I laugh so hard, and, and then... Somebody else said I'm Stella gonna come back with Billy D. Williams.
0: Oh yes! <laughs> what a great team that would be. Oh, just watch Epiphany just see. Ooh, mm-hmm.
1: we need to give Epiphany. Can we just give Epiphany some love? And I ain't seen my girl Trina. Where her parents at? Hashtag where are Trina's parents? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's of course, true. straight to hell uh, And we also, of course, we were talking about uh, Michael E. Knight uh, we, We're going to learn a little bit more about Martin Gregg Because he, he's going to be sticking around okay. uh, But there's a little article that talked about uh, You know, He had taken away some time off from daytime uh, But what nudged him back into it, though Was uh, his old pal, James Patrick Stewart Of course, playing Valentine And then uh, Rebecca Budding uh, Aww,
1: Who plays Hayden Yeah,
0: they both said, that, you
1: know, hey, why don't
0: you come back in to the daytime pool I
1: know, Rebecca, I should probably reach out to Rebecca And see if she'll pop over here it might be a little tough for her though. She's her little girl is is still kind of little.
0: Well, she can bring her. That's fine. We got a we got a news desk. I think over her there little girl
1: might be two or three, but she might be older than that by now. We'll we'll find it. I'll find out.
0: All right, fine. That'd fine. be great. I mean, I I, I know that you know. Uh,
1: I know Maurice. I, look, I don't need y'all to clown me about Maurice Bernard anymore. He has he has dissed me so hard. My feelings are so hurt. I am just hurt within an inch of my life. Because I I love him anyway. I'm still going to watch GH. And I'm still going to root for Sonny. But dang. I was like
0: thwarted. He did you wrong. He did me wrong. Uh, I mean, well, I'm sure he did uh, me like
1: poor. He did he did me like best. Like poor, he did best. I'm like, oh no.
0: <laughs> Stone Cold and Jackal, I'm sure uh, did, did no help with that as well.
1: Maybe they'll come over here because they clown us all the time on your, their show. You know this, right? Oh, that's great. Yeah, they clown us all the time, especially me.
0: Oh well, great. I mean, hey, that means that they're watching at some at some. Clearly, point. they right, clown me
1: all the time. They're like, he's not coming over there. Why is she saying it? I'm like, hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, so there you go uh, for our Stone Cold and, and Jacqueline Steve Burton. Uh, yes. Come on, come on to the show. <laughs> yeah. Bradford Anderson, come on in. Let's yeah.
1: do this. Wes came here. Patricia, yeah. Patricia came here, and Patri- Patricia came and she won an Emmy. I'm just saying, if somebody won an Emmy for General Hospital, they might want to come over here because we we talk them up. That's right. Patricia came here next thing she actually thanked us. She said she felt like we had a lot to do with her getting that Emmy. And she felt like nobody was paying attention to her. I'm like, girl, everybody was paying attention to you, especially when they chopped off your head. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's something you don't forget. Uh-
0: <laughs> Folks, that's going to do it for this episode of the GH Report. A great way to end it. Anybody chopping your head off? That's a great way to end the show. Uh, as always, folks, thanks for joining us every single Sunday. Like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up while you're there. But if you want to stay in touch with me or Carla, most importantly, Carla, she's got lots of things happening. You're about to hear them in just a second. <laughs> Carla, where can they find you?
1: You can find me every Sunday, of course, right here at the GH Report. Right before this, you can find me over at Black Hollywood Live doing the Kirby Critic with Carla Renata you can also find my film reviews at thecurvyfilmcritic.com and on Rotten Tomatoes and I'm back over at Afterbus TV on Monday nights with the Dancing with the Stars panel oh and yes if you want some shenanigans Work workplace shenanigans to be specific you can tune into NBC Superstore where I recur
0: as Janet oh look at that and they were adding some more episodes this season
1: yeah they did we got yeah we're very excited
0: look at that. I mean, and Carla, she's not going to say it, but I'm going to say it for her. She's got major studios moving around, trying to, you know, get pulling her all the way around, all over a hotel, a very posh four star Beverly Hills hotel, to make sure that they get she gets to talk to the celebrities, or more importantly, the celebrities get to talk to her. There you go. Yes. Thank you, Frank. Uh, folks, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Happy Go Jackie. We'll see you back here next Sunday with an all new episode right here on AfterBuzz TV. Bye, you guys.